0: Welcome to the podcast that passes poor performance on pop culture. I'm one of your hosts, Darren Duncan, alongside with my best friend, Audie Marsh. We're just a couple of cool cats casually causing some chaos with conversation. We're here to entertain you, not hurt your feelings, so don't blame us. Yeah! Anyway, not hurt your feelings. No mamas, <laughs> don't let your babies grow up with stepdads. Because a stepdad will probably kill you with blunt force trauma and hog tie you and throw your dead body in a creek. Is that how that Wailing Jennings song goes? Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> I think David Allen Coe helped him write it.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty fucking sure that's mm-hmm. what happened. So uh, I want to apologize right out the gate to all of our listeners about last week. I, I, your boy is a shithead. I just I can't There's no denying it. When I, I fucking work all week 12 hour shifts and when i get home friday morning i'm like hell yeah i'm gonna drink a few beers well i can't just drink a few beers i uh, once once i start man i don't stop and i'm off to the fucking races and before i know it it's 9 p.m and i've been up for fucking 20 fucking something hours and i'm just like dude i can't do it <laughs> this happens time and time again <laughs> I am worse than some of our ghosts or some of our guest ghosts our <laughs> guests that's have ghost us in the past,
1: yeah, i I
0: have fucking apologize.
1: I'm, I'm the so same sorry. way when like I work mids, I get the weekend off and then it's gonna be like on a Friday and I'm like, I am not fucking sleeping this whole front because I'm off and by like Saturday, I'm like dead. And I sleep all fucking day And I ruin the whole Saturday Yeah,
0: yeah that's what I thats what I do a lot Like when I, I'll just Dude I'm having a blast Friday I'm drinking 20 something hours straight Having fucking fun And then Saturday I'm dead to the world And then Sunday I'm still dead to the world And <laughs> for, for selfish reasons I ruined the whole weekend with my family We didn't get the fucking You know like they still hung out and shit But I feel like a jerk off Because I wasn't there watching movies and shit You know yeah. But whatever man Fuck me Uh, This is Tonight's episode is about West Memphis 3 This has been a long time coming um, Even though we're only like 20 episodes in But this is a topic that I've always Wanted to touch base on Um, I might be all over the place Just like the Charles Manson episode Because I don't have a script I don't have notes And I did all my research last week
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I forgot (laughs)
0: <laughs> right, right. But I, I do have years of experience of uh, going. You know, I've read Damian Echols' books. I've, I own the documentary West Memphis Three or West of Memphis. I've watched YouTube shit. So we'll see how well I do. So, um, how familiar are you with the West Memphis Three?
1: So I, uh, I heard about it growing up, uh, and once again. I'm weird, dude. When it comes to things that's happened throughout my life, uh, like the Heaven's Gate, you know, tragic events. Now, the O.J. Simpson, I watched that. Uh, the whole trial, I watched that when I was a kid. But, like, certain things, tragic events that happened throughout American history, I hear about it, and I never go back until I've gotten older and hear recently, even especially... Since you and I started this podcast, there's certain things that I have gone back and I do some of my research and uh, some Googling. Google is my best friend and YouTube. Uh, So what little bit I know, I've just recently did a little bit of research. Um, I got my opinions on it. I think uh, with what little bit I got, I I mean, maybe I can bring a little something to the table. But I, I heard about it, but I just never, I never dug. Deep into it like you have uh, And I think I, I regret a lot of things Not, not re- researching shit as I was growing up And I didn't have people telling me And you know Until fucking Google came out I was like fuck yeah I'm gonna Google this and I'm gonna fucking look I knew everything about it
0: <laughs> Hell yeah no that's yeah. a great way to learn shit Yeah So you're familiar with the case From back in the day then from the 90s
1: So, so I like When I say familiar I, I do Recall people talking about it. I do recall it flashing up on, you know, uh, TV because back in the day, early '90s, uh, television was scripted. You you watched uh, Good Morning America, and then throughout the day it was soap operas, and then midday was like uh, Tool Time with Tim Allen, and then you had your your big news, and then you had all your night shows. Uh, and it seemed like during those news times is when they would like talk about shit that was more important than just politics. I don't remember a lot of politics on TV. It was tragic events. Like what news should really fucking report like tragic fucking events. That's, you know, going around in the And that's what I remember. I remember, uh, it's story coming up. I think dateline or somebody, uh, Talking about it, and interviews with the family. I do recall um, something of it being mentioned, but until I got an older Google, YouTube, I'm like, oh, shit. And then finding out a couple of things here recently, I fucking don't agree with, but we'll get into uh, that.
0: I've uh, I never I don't remember a fucking thing about these guys from the 90s or even like early 2000s like i heard about all this shit way after the fact after i don't want to say what in case for people who don't know but like uh way after the end result of like of what happened yeah. recently like that's when i heard about it i heard about this shit over fucking 15 years ago like yeah oh okay. uh, this this girl i dated was like obsessed with Damian Eccles and i had no fucking clue who he was and She had the Paradise Lost documentaries recorded on VHS. She recorded from HBO. And then when I got older, I went and bought uh, Damian Echols' book, Life After Death. He wrote this when he was on death row. And then I also have the documentary West of Memphis, which is fucking really good. It's like four hours long, but it's everything from day one up to today and Fucking Peter Jackson made it. The guy who made Lord of the Rings hmm. made the West Memphis fucking documentary. He, wow. he put like millions and millions of dollars into this case, dude.
1: Really?
0: Like to help fight for the West Memphis three. Yeah. Oh, a, shit. Lot, a lot of people came to be on West Memphis 3's side. We'll talk about it. Um, for those that don't know. Oh, so I just wanted to mention our, our sources is like Wikipedia, obviously, Damian Echols' book, Life After Death, he's got a few books, go get them, and West of Memphis documentary. You can also check out the uh, Paradise Lost documentaries. All three of them are on HBO Max, and they're only like two hours long, so go check them out. Um, but for those who don't know, the West Memphis Three are three men convicted as teenagers in 1994 for the 1993 murders of three boys in West Memphis, Arkansas. Damian Eccles was sentenced to death. Jesse Miss Kelly was sentenced to life plus 20 years, two 20-year sentences, and Jason Baldwin life in prison. Um, so, what basically fucking happened was these three little boys—god um, damn it—Stephen uh, Branch, Christopher Byers, and Michael Moore were basically like riding their bicycle in their fucking town, West West Memphis. It was like a fucking trailer park, basically.
1: <laughs> and they went,
0: they fucking went missing. And nobody knew what the fuck was going on. And um, yeah, they just never came home that night. And uh, there was this wooded area at the end of this road. They called it, uh, what's the character from fucking Winnie the Pooh, Christopher Robin? Yeah, I think they called it like Christopher Robin Woods or some shit, and all the fucking neighborhood kids would play back there. And um, there's like a little creek and shit, and a little bridge, and it's just that's where they fucking went to play. Um, I'm pretty sure they were like last seen in that area. Well, I think it was like the next day or a couple of days later. Um, they or like I think it was that night or something. The cops go out, they're looking in the woods, and the mosquitoes were so fucking thick. That they called off the search. So they're like, "We'll come back in the daytime when there's no mosquitoes and shit." So, could you imagine being that parent? Like, no, go look for him. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, they must have <laughs> been really, really bad for fucking tough guy cops, southern cops, to not want to deal with them. But they must have been really bad, I'm guessing. And you can get sick from that shit. You know? Yeah,
1: so, you can die from that. It's like yeah, one of the number one killers. I get it.
0: Right, like I went fishing, the only thing I caught was West Nile. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, that's
1: a t-shirt.
0: <laughs> for sure, dude. Uh I fucking love it. I, right? You know those like shirts that are like, I went to Vegas and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. Be like, yeah, I went to West Memphis and all I got was prosecuted for murder and fucking West Nile. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. Um, So the next day they went out and they found a shoe floating in the creek, a little, little kid's shoe. And there's two sides of this story. Some say that immediately this detective jumped right in the creek. Some say that he was like reaching for the shoe, slipped in the mud and fell into the creek. Either way, the guy ended up in the fucking creek. He starts... Combing the creek floor with his hands. Crawling on all fours. And he bumps into something. And slowly an eight-year-old's body. Naked body rises to the fucking surface, dude. (laughs) And he's hog-tied with shoelaces. His right arm was tied to his left leg. And his left leg was tied to his right arm. Which is like not a way.
1: Hog tied kind of thing.
0: yeah, but it was like an unconventional way to hog tie, like that's not really yeah, how I, you do it. But yeah. they also say that, that was that was how like Vietnam soldiers hog tied them, I guess. No, I don't know. So one of their first thoughts was like, We gotta look for people. One of their first fucking people they thought did it was a Vietnam vet missing his penis. That was the profile that they made because <laughs> these well well <laughs> because the boys Genitalia was mutilated Yeah And like the tips of their nose were missing Their ears were missing Like they the boys were mutilated And they they were like Oh I bet it was a Vietnam vet Because he knew how to tie rope like this And I bet he got his dick shot off in Vietnam And that's why he's out fucking chopping off Little boys wee-wees I'm like you, fucking hillbillies, man! Like <laughs> these fucking guys fucking are North crazy. South. Yeah, right. A fucking Bill Clinton's from there. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> he was the governor and shit, and then he became the fucking president. Um, I anyway, <laughs> that's a whole nother episode. Um, so they start fucking going down farther, and and uh, they find all three boys they rest their dead bodies on the fucking bank. And like the footage of that is fucking nightmare fuel, dude. Just the way the flies are on them and they're just so stiff. Like their legs are in the air. It's, it's an image I can't get out of my fucking head and it it's burned in my brain forever. Though that image of those three dead bodies, like live behind my eyeballs. It fucking sucks. Um, That's the life of a podcaster, though. You got to research shit that you don't fucking want to see. Um, But anyway, they also found sticks sticking in the mud. And they pulled up these sticks like, what the fuck? And whoever used the sticks to pin down the clothing. So they, like, put the clothing, grabbed a stick, and pushed it down into the mud. That way the fucking clothes wouldn't float and shit. They found all three of their bicycles. And, uh... It's reported that one of the first things said by these detectives was, I guess Damien finally went and killed somebody or something along those lines. Because there was this one goth kid in town, Damien Eccles. He had black hair, he wore black clothes, he had a black trench coat. And in this southern fucking Baptist, trailer park that was just not fucking okay he was the only fucking kid that looked like that you know he had a friend jason baldwin he had a sick fucking mullet it was the fucking most <laughs> righteous mullet I've ever seen in my life and um he wore Metallica shirts and shit and like but dude they also listen to like Queen and fucking U2 like is that that's, the fucking, <laughs> that's that band right you two yeah Yeah, those fucking guys. Like, so they weren't like devil worshippers or nothing. They were just fucking goth kids in the fucking 90s. But they instantly thought it was these fucking assholes. So they start asking around. The cops start asking uh, people and shit. And then they fucking, this Damien Nichols kid was already on probation. And this guy's probation had a fucking hard on. For like Damien, like he just thought that he, he was the most evil fucking kid ever and Satanism like the devil was live and well and he lived in West Memphis and he was just this fucking weirdo, dude. He'd drive around and stalk teenagers and like thinking that they're all in the satanic cult and they're all fucking crazy and doing bad shit. He was just out of his fucking mind, dude. I forgot his fucking name. Uh... Terry driver, I think was his name. Fuck him. And they eventually like went up to Damien and Jason Baldwin, like in Damien's front yard and and was like, Hey, so can we talk to you about the murders? And he's like, yeah, sure. What do you want? And uh, he's like, what kind of person do you think would do this? And they're just asking them stupid questions. Like, first of all, do not talk to cops. If you don't have a fucking lawyer, if you, (laughs) if you think, If you think that they're questioning you about something that you did and you didn't do it, get a fucking lawyer. That's my advice. (laughs) Say, fuck you. I want a lawyer. But this was like early 90s and everybody's taught police are good. There are are no bad cops. They're all good. And we can (laughs) we can. We can Right like we know now That there, there's every job In the world they have good performers And bad performers like Everybody's got a shithead at work That fucking sucks at their job You know um, But so they trusted These police officers and But Damien He also trusted Like the judicial system And like he's like I didn't do it So I'm not gonna go to fucking jail For this So, but he was being a cocky, little, arrogant, stupid, goth, fucking white boy teenager, giving smart aleck answers, like, oh, I bet that uh, the, it was a, it was a thrust, or it was a thrill kill, and it, he gave him power, and I'd look for candles and crystals and all, he's just saying stupid shit that a fucking teenager would say. Me, for example... What one reason why I'm so into this case is because this could have fucking been me. I was the fucking dumb kid in Belvedere with a trench coat that wore Manson shirts and I smeared mascara on my face and I would say stupid shit like hail Satan. And in fucking high school, I had this giant coat and I walked down the hallways after school like there was like nobody there really. And I just hung out to walk around the hallways and be an asshole. And I would sing mass murder makes me happy. Dead bodies make me happy. I sang that shit because it was a dark Lotus song and it was the stupidest fucking thing ever. And that could have been me. And in also in night school, like, you know, your first day of school, it's the get to know you thing. And they're like, what's your favorite movie? And all that shit. They uh, they asked they asked me who my idol was, who my role model was in, in freshman year. And I'm like, Jack the Ripper. And they're like, why? I'm like, because he got away with murder. And then the girl was like, what would you what would your parents think about this? And I was like, I killed my parents and I fucking I got kicked out of school and I got sent for a mental evaluation and I got kicked out of school for a long time. They let me back in. Um I yeah, I would smear mascara on me. And I remember the principal being like, is it significant for anything? I'm like, nope, just want to look pretty. And I was just an asshole. So that's what these kids were. But they just they did it in the early 90s during the satanic panic in a fucking southern town. So that's why they got fucking, you know. But anyway, um, I totally went off on a tangent, but that's okay. There's gonna be a lot of these. (laughs) Feel free to interrupt me at any moment. so they're just fucking being assholes and um eventually they did get arrested like Damien Echols fucking parole officer like followed this guy to like Oregon State like he his, his family fucking moved dude and to get away from all this bullshit and then the fucking probation officer would like call the police department like in Oregon and be like you you guys need to look out for this Damien Nichols kid he's a fucking devil worshiper and all this shit Damien hated that town he moved back to West Memphis and the day he got off the bus at the bus stop was his fucking probation officer there to fucking harass him dude and he got they they eventually oh so this is how they all got arrested um the other motherfucker Jesse Miss Kelly was straight up mentally retarded. Like he was fucking, he was a very, very dumb kid. Yeah. Um, and he didn't even know these other two guys. Like he knew who they were cause they lived in the same town, but they weren't fucking friends or anything. But anyway, some like there's like a $30,000 reward and everybody like $30,000 is a lot of money even today. But in the nineties, especially to fucking anyone who lives in a trailer park, Like this money could change their fucking lives. So everybody's out to fucking point fingers and to say, I know who did it because they want that fucking 30 grand. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it was like something along the lines of like, I forget how Jesse Miss Kelly got involved, but he ended up getting questioned. He got questioned for 12 fucking hours without a lawyer, without mom and dad there or anybody there. And they'd move him to a smaller room and then a smaller room. And like, This kid didn't even know who Satan was. He was so fucking dumb. And the cops like drew a picture, like a circle with like three dots in it. And then like a bunch of dots on the outside. And they're like, this is you and Damien and and Jason. This is the police on the outside of the circle. Do you want to be in the circle with them or on the outside with us? Like, that's how dumb this kid was. That's how they had to explain shit to him. He didn't know what a lawyer was. He assumed that a lawyer was another cop when he when he eventually did get a lawyer. But for 12 hours, they interrogated this kid. Then after he confessed, they turned on the tape and then they recorded it. Now, the way that interrogation went, even the recorded one, they fucking spoon fed him details. They're like, all right, so when did you kill these boys? Oh, it was around noon. No, it wasn't at noon. He's like, because the boys were in school that day. And then the, the Jesse Miss Kelly's guys like, well, I, I think they skipped school. And they're like, no, God damn it. They were in school that day. We know this. What time did you murder these boys? Oh, around three or four. No, God damn it. It was dark out. It was dark out, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was dark out. All right. Now let's go through this again. What time did you murder these boys? uh around seven or eight he's like all right see now we're getting somewhere that's how this whole fucking interrogation went dude and like the tape it's fucked up <laughs> they <laughs> fucked They mistreated this poor little bastard and they kept telling him if you tell us what we want to hear jesse we'll let you go home we'll call your dad he'll come get you and he fucking he told this whole story that the cops spoon fed him and then they fucking arrested them. And then they went out and they busted fucking Jason and Damien too and arrested them. Now the whole time, oh, they did separate trials too. Because they wanted Damien Eccles to be the fucking ringmaster of the whole thing. But they knew that if they put them all three on trial, they wouldn't get... They, they They didn't have a good chance of winning. And then they also know if they separate them, there might be a chance of some of them getting away. So what they did is... Jesse Miss Kelly had his own trial and then Damien and Jason fucking had a trial together. So like automatically Jason was guilty by association because he was friends with the fucking black haired kid. And eventually like the fucking people that were called in to this fucking court were all idiots, dude. Like the fucking the fucking genius of non on the occult and satanic cults and rituals and shit got his fucking degree online. <laughs> like it was a, but this is before the internet. It was like through the mail. So they're like, what college did you graduate from? And he's like, rah, rah, rah. and they're like, what, what speak up? And he's like, it was, it was a through the mail. Um, degree. <laughs> like, it's like, what? But this is the fucking genius that we're using. And then, these kids had like lines like drawn down their fucking flesh. Like their scars were in like parallel lines. And you know, like a, a blade, like the Rambo knife has that serrated edge on the back of it. Yeah. This fucking genius, like even the coroner was a fucking idiot in this town. They're like, all right, dude, Audie, if you wanted to cut an animal or a person or whatever, and you have a fucking knife, how are you going to cut this person? To explain to me. Show me on your fucking arm how you would cut someone
1: like where i'd start
0: no like how would you use the knife this is the knife
1: yeah i would i'd fucking use the goddamn blade fucking push it in and
0: down and you'd go fucking like vertically like right yeah with the blade they're saying that they the the way these marks came on these kids they were just scratches they weren't like like wounds yeah said they took the serrated edge of the knife and like and and cut them that way horizontally and like nobody uses a god not even a retard like fucking Jesse Miss Kelly no offense Jesse and all to the fucking r words around the world fuck i'm going to get canceled um <laughs> <laughs> god damn it they fucking uh our uh, our patreon is uh <laughs> anyway yeah fucking so like, even a guy like that knows how to fucking use a knife. You know? The All these people are fucking ignorant, man. They're just stupid. And I don't know. I'm trying to, like, do the whole court thing, and it's just, like, everybody they got on the stand were jerk-offs. A lot of people lied because, like I said, they wanted that $30,000. Yeah. Like, two people came forward today and are just, like, so apologetic. Like, I'm so sorry I fucking lied. Like the one kid was like, I told the cops that I fucking took acid every day. He just got out of juvenile. And the only thing he knew about the case was that there was like a counselor, like he overheard a like counselors in the juvenile center talking about it. So when he got out, he's like, I know about the case. I know Damien did it. And then he was on the fucking stand. And he talked like a fucking typical dumb teenager, like he uh he cut he cut off his penis, and then he it was like Beavis and Butthead. and then yeah. and then he, and then he like took his balls and he and he and he 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 put his balls in his mouth, like that's how he talked, dude, on the stand. Like, what the fuck is wrong with this idiot? But he came forward years later and was like, I apologize, I'm a fucking dumb fuck, I, I, I shouldn't have done that. And then the way they all got arrested, like this other lady fucking lied. So this fucking bitch in her 30s um had kids and Jesse Miss Kelly the really dumb one fucking babysat for her. She <laughs> was a wait- she was a waitress. Yeah. So like she's talking to the cops like, "Hey, I could do some investigating and I'll play detective." And the cops was like, "Take these fucking devil books and some black candles and and put them around your house and invite Damien over and and, and try to talk to him about the devil and shit." So it's like so what, when Damien comes over, it's like, oh, um, excuse me, let me move this pile of satanic ritual uh, books. <laughs> like, fucking stupid. So anyway, she tells Jesse, like, hey, do you know that Damien kid? She's He's like, yeah, I kind of know him. Well, I think he's cute, and I want to talk to him. Okay. So he tells Damien, hey, man, this fuck. and what 18-year-old would be like, what, well, this 30-year-old girl wants to bang me? Let's go, you know? <laughs> Unless she's from West Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> You probably don't have any fucking teeth and shit, but anyway, um, so they they just talked, and then this fucking lady went to the cops and was like, oh man, me and Damien got drunk on wild turkey, and he took me to this S-spot, which is like a fucking word for like a satanic gathering, and they all got naked and were doing orgies and killing dogs and shit, and I left, <laughs> I left, I didn't want nothing to do with it, I left, and it's like, they're like, for real, the cops are like, holy shit, like this is crazy, They believed it. And then this fucking cunt, she fucking had Jesse Miss Kelly spend the night. She's like, hey, somebody tried breaking into my house last night. I really need a man here. Will you spend the night? He's like, yeah, sure. So he slept on the couch, not knowing that that would be his last fucking free moments ever because the cops fucking knocked on the door that morning and arrested him because they knew where he was. She fucking set him up. And this was his friend. He's a little retard boy, you know, like that yeah. fucking babysat her kids, dude. She's fucking set them up. And so they get arrested. So that, that's why I went back on that because she came forward years later and was like, I'm so sorry that I fucking lied about you guys. I just, that $30,000 would have changed my life. And I don't think anybody got the goddamn money. Yeah. That's I was not, how, say, a, did, that's did not how America works. <laughs> 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 you got to work to be broke, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> wow anyway so oh, all right we're a half hour in because i'm just like i don't know if i can talk about this for an hour i'm trying to fucking drag it on and shit no,
1: it's, i wanted to play
0: some clips <laughs> oh please do um uh, just remind me where we stopped so they got arrested and and people lied and we'll go from there please play whatever you want as long as there's no spoilers
1: so this is uh no it's not any spoilers i'm trying to find the the part um I did some research on the the family members, the boys' family members, the, the ones oh. that were killed. Okay. And the and the one that stood out to me the most uh was Pam Hobbs, which was uh Stevie Branch's yeah,
0: that cute little fucker mother. Yep.
1: So let me uh let me find the clip and I want to show you
0: oh, let's see.
1: There's so much going on in this thing. And I'll show you. We got
0: to start going live on Facebook because there's like no people. There's nobody here commenting. And usually we have tons and tons of comments. We're, but... we're
1: live on. We're live on Facebook. Yeah, we're live in the Facebook page. The two YouTubes and Twitch. I can't. I can't access oh. yours. I can't put yours on there.
0: Yeah, I'll give you the password. I forgot to give you that. I forgot uh, to share the motherfucker.
1: But no, we, we got the, the Facebook group. It's live in there. I mean
0: goddamn it. You know? I shared the wrong one. I shared the <laughs> I shared the YouTube link because I didn't know we were live on the Facebook page. But yeah, so Pam Hobbs was Stevie Branch's mother. Yep. And uh do you got wow. uh what you're gonna play I, ready to go? Y- or? Yeah,
1: I'm I'm letting it. Buffer through but dude Uh <laughs> let me see here Uh We'll do this I'll bring it up
0: Yeah Fucking crazy dude I remember the uh, Just the footage alone of her Hearing the news she everyone's Standing in the street like cause they're like oh We found bodies and like You fucking know it's them you know Everyone's gotta know that And when she got told it, she just collapsed in the middle of the street. And her fucking husband at the time is trying to hold her up with one arm. Guess what was in his other hand? A goddamn cigarette. He was more worried about his fucking cigarette than his collapsed wife who just found out her eight-year-old boy got fucking murdered. Jesus. Fuck you, Terry Hobbs. I'm coming for you. I think that Uh, piece of shit has a YouTube channel, too. We need to fucking roast him. All right, let's go.
1: All right, so this
0: is. Let's see. Play this motherfucker. The mother is the mother. The mother of the mother brain.
1: brain.
0: God. Oh, now,
1: Pam, first of all, what
0: is, uh, what are you holding in, in your hand? My hand? Or in what's my the... hand? Um, it's Davy's Boy Scout. I got it back yesterday. And I've been wearing it around my head like this. <laughs> Did he? Did he like scouting? Oh, he loved it. He loved it. Yeah. he loved it. You been yourself for this? I
1: have. I have. I've been. I've. I have been on a guilt trip about it, but it wasn't my fault. I was at work. Have you contemplated joining Stevie uh, for your
0: natural? Have? have you thought about suicide? Have I? Um, uh, suicide. I I felt like dying but not suicide, you know. No. Not suicide.
1: Do you feel that the people that did this were worshiping uh
0: Satan? Yes. Okay. Wow, what journalism. <laughs> so you ever feel First like of killing all, yourself? You're alive, by the way on national television. Hey, hey, hey,
1: your 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 son is dead. Did you think about, <laughs> you know, killing yourself?
0: Yeah, but like it he was town so is st- fucking st- Dude, right? But he was all subtle about it at first. You ever feel yeah, like uh like, joining him? Just,
1: like, you know, Pam. Killing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like, dumb bitch. Like, <laughs> she's like <laughs> she's like, I'm on TV. And then the, the yeah. Pam she's like yeah, yeah, um, yeah. i, don't, you I so, yeah.
0: It's like I'm right. Know. I don't want to victim blame, but it's like dude, I'm not even lo- when, you, when you lose a kid, it's gotta be the most craziest Fucked up thing and she's probably pumped full of medication right now. Like she's out of yeah. her fucking mind. And maybe oh, no, Kobe I... with it is trying to be funny, like I'm on TV trying to be funny, but like I don't know. That's fucking yeah. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dumb.
1: Like that, I don't know. I you know, I I don't if I was something never bad happened. First of all, I'm never going on fucking TV, period.
0: Like no, fuck that.
1: I'm not interviewing nobody. You're not gonna fucking talk to me. Like, it's not happening, all right? And then I'm not gonna do what she did. Look goofy. I don't know. Different times, man. But no, I yeah, agree. She's probably sure. high on fucking cocaine, and
0: she's probably pumped full of medication from her doctor. Like, I bet the doctors gave her fucking all kinds of shit to deal with this, you know. And
1: well, it's like, well, uh. I was at work. It ain't my fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was kind
0: of, a, I mean, I get it, but still, I mean, when I'm at work, I know where my kids are, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But different oh. times, like you said, and like people get so mad when, when we say this, but those are people who don't understand people who don't grow up in the nineties or people who grew up in the fucking fifties. Like, Hey man, it was a different time. That's how we talked. Doesn't mean it's not wrong. But back then it was it was more accepted, you know, you no, know what I mean. I mean, like the way no, people yeah, talk, yeah. how racist people were and shit. I'm not, you know, and uh, in the '90s it was just like fucking. It was a different time, man. Yeah. Kids were getting kidnapped left and right, dude. In the '90s, yeah, it
1: was it was like free candy vans everywhere,
0: dude. Every fucking every block fucking had a white man. fucking windowless van.
1: Like you know, like the subject in school of a block of instruction for an hour at least once a week was don't take, don't take candy from strangers. Yeah. Don't talk to strangers. Yep, And they all focused on males. They're like, it's the males. You know, I was like, God
0: damn. Yeah. A bunch of fucking white dudes out snatching up kids in the nineties and killing them, Mm -hmm. dumping them in the fucking creeks and shit. Um, was there anything else you wanted to show or, or Uh, or
1: that one there just stuck out to me. I, I, I got halfway through it. Um, Let's see. Jesse. Uh, you should just Jesse's...
0: bring up bring up pictures of how hillbilly these people are. <laughs> They're just so fucking mad. Let's see. <laughs> uh,
1: that, Terry uh, Hobbs is a
0: fucking scumbag, dude.
1: Like this the right here. In. This right here was muted on YouTube. Hit this guy's interview.
0: Yeah, this guy is a fucking maniac. But all right, first of all, he's an yeah, the police. You This dude is an informant for the police. All this shit can be seen on the Paradise Lost documentaries on HBO Max. And I'm so fucking happy that they're on there because they got played on HBO in the 90s. And, like, that was it, man. And nobody had fucking HBO in the 90s. Only the rich families had HBO and stars Mm -hmm. and shit. You know what I mean? That wasn't a household fucking thing. So not everybody had it. I'm so glad that these things are on HBO, but this dude's a fucking wild man. But all right, first of all, he's a drug dealer. I mean, some of my best friends sell drugs. Who cares? He's an informant for the police. That's fucked up. But this dude has tons and tons of mental issues. He's on so many different kinds of medication. And in these documentaries, he lists off the medications that he's on. And it is an absurd amount no one should be on that many kind of medicines dude um but again it was different times um he also has a brain tumor i'm sure that doesn't fucking help any he's a redneck from west fucking memphis that doesn't help any but no this dude was out of his mind and like the directors were like super one-sided in this and they would like encourage him to get him drunk and like just kind of spoon feed him shit to say and then piss him off you know and he made he made an ass of himself and he in the future was like i'd fucking i really regret making those goddamn documentaries because i fucking made myself look like an idiot he he, muted him i don't unless the fucking he was he got it muted somehow
1: i bet he did i bet he copyrighted their asses
0: something yeah um or maybe because it was Paradise Lost documentary and HBO fucking muted it. And then like, see what you just played of the mom was like on the news. So maybe that's they don't own that or something. I don't yeah. know. Could be. Um, but he he blamed Terry Hobbs, the stepdad. And like right in front of the courthouse, he's like, There's your goddamn baby killer. And they're like, "Oh, don't say that." And he's like, "It's my Second Amendment right." Like, I hate when people say that shit. Or no, First Amendment. He's like, "It's my First Amendment right." You, you like, know what? You, you can like, say whatever you want, but it doesn't make it doesn't mean you're not an asshole. <laughs>
1: so, like, it, since you said that, I didn't see that part, but I'm I'm gonna say, in my opinion, I think Pam Hobbs. I think something tight. Ty- my my police. My my investigative instinct. I caught a vibe when I watched that interview with Pam Hobbs. I caught I would, a nervous. I would
0: fire you if I was your. <laughs> <true.
1: laughs> I, I caught a nervous fucking vibe.
0: Really, the mom. drugs
1: are drugs are not man. Like something stood out when she, she has an alibi though. She was at work. Well, I'm saying somebody. This fucking this, this guy right here.
0: <laughs> that's 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 michael byers stepdad but i'm saying michael I Moore. Think, that's michael moore's stepdad
1: i think uh i don't know uh, man
0: i think i think the
1: hobbs bitch knows something
0: yeah that's that's michael moore's stepdad i believe unless it's christopher byers stepdad i'm not sure um all right so we'll let's we'll get into theories lastly um after all right, so it was also found out that there was a. Is there? You guys got Bojangles restaurant or something like that?
1: I've been to them, but uh, not okay. not over here. But I know what you're talking so,
0: about. At the same fucking time that these three little boys were missing. All right, first of all, West Memphis is only a bridge away from Memphis, real Memphis, where there's fucking highways and shit. It's not a fucking trailer park. This fucking This big truck stop is right next to the woods where these little boys' bodies were found. So, anyone could have done this if you think about it that way. A fucking truck stop, there's men from all over the country stopping at this place. And then they get on the highway and they're gone in minutes, you know, never to be seen again. Now, it was reported by the fucking police. This is real fucking life shit. When the kids were reported missing, There was also a call to the Jangles restaurant of a black man coming in covered in fucking blood. He runs to the bathroom, he cleans up, he leaves blood every fucking where, and he fucking dips. The fucking female cop showed up like hours later, didn't even go inside the building. She pulls up to the fucking drive-thru window. And was like, what's going on? We got a call about a black guy covered in blood. They're like, well, he's fucking gone now. And they sent somebody to come and collect DNA evidence from the blood. That shit went missing. It's gone. It has gone. never saw its day in court, the evidence. The blood sample never saw its day in court. They fucking lost it. This is real shit. This really fucking happened. So there's one fucking guy. Who, I mean, dude, that's huge. That motherfucker probably did it. But a lot of people think Terry Hobbs did it too. The stepdad of Stevie Branch. It's like the angry fucking stepdad. Fucking hates his fucking kid. Whatever. And his little fucking bastard friends. I'm thinking he fucking hit this kid. They all died of blunt force trauma. I'm thinking this he fucking smacked his kid too hard. Killed him his two friends saw. And he had to fucking tie his loose ends and he killed all three of those boys and dumped them in the fucking creek. Terry Hobbs's friend, he breaks down and he cries. All right. So Terry Hobbs tries to make an alibi by saying, "Oh, there was also an African American hair found on the scene." But and there was also uh, there was also like fabric from like Terry Hobbs found in the shoelaces. But they're saying that it was like uh cross-contaminated or whatever. Well, they all hung out at his house. Of course there's gonna be fucking similar fabrics and hairs and shit. But so that's what they're that's what their fucking story is. But anyway, his friend, Terry Hobbs's friend, says that his fucking he picked him up like immediately and they went straight to the woods and looking for these kids. And his friend later on is like, I think he fucking did that for an alibi, dude. And like he started recording the phone calls and the guy was being super weird and trying to be like, right, right. You know, I didn't do it right. I mean, you were with me in the woods, right? Like it's just, it's really weird the way he's talking to his friend and then his friend breaks down and cries. And he's like, it's gotten to the point to where I would give my fucking life to know the truth. I want to know who killed these fucking kids. And he's just breaking down in his garage, getting interviewed. And uh he's like, I he starts crying. He's like, I used to be that kid. He's like, I'd hang out with my fucking friend Terry, and I see little fucking Stevie flicking marbles at the wall. And God damn it, Stevie, I'm gonna bust your ass, quit. And this and my friend's being a fucking asshole to his stepkid, and he'd fucking and like I saw he was just about ready to crack him one. And he's like, I got down on the floor with him. And I'm like, Stevie, let me show you how I played marbles when I was a kid. He's like, and I played marbles with that kid, because I used to be that fucking kid that got his ass beat, you know. But any, that was he He seems like a good man. But, uh, so those are like some of the suspects, but I don't know, but th- that's just the story. And, uh, anyway, they were fucking found guilty. They did 18 years in prison. Damien Echols on death fucking row, by the way,
1: mm-hmm.
0: death row was no joke. He's had all of his teeth broken, his jaw broken. He's gotten the shit beat out of him. To this day, he has to wear sunglasses constantly because the he didn't he didn't see sunlight for 18 years. So if he steps outside, he's fucking blinded. Like, and he can't see worth the fuck. He's basically blind because we don't realize this, but our brain constantly teaches us how to do shit. Like your eyes, how to see far away, for example. So when you can only see two feet in front of you a white wall for 18 years. Guess what your fucking eyes see when you get out of that room, only fucking two feet in front of you. Like, yeah, it's,
1: fucking- it's kind of like, it's like leaving a TV on, on one fucking scene and then turning it off. And it's still on the fucking screen. You ever seen that yeah, those, those yeah. few seconds?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's a lot like that. It's exactly like that. Audi, this man's eyeballs is just like your TV, <laughs> you fucking fuck <laughs> sucker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, it's like the TV, you know?
0: Yeah, right. No, no, I fucking give. But Damien <laughs> Eccles would be like, fuck you and that TV. I can't fucking see my girlfriend's titties. That's just bullshit. You know. <laughs> but so fucking 18 years go by, and meanwhile, select all these celebrities are getting down on this shit. Henry fucking Rollins, Johnny Depp, and Damien Eccles are like really good friends now. They got like several matching tattoos fucking peter goddamn jackson donated like 20 million dollars to the fucking cause and i think and like henry rollins made a uh, an album where all the fucking profits went to their to their attorneys and like ice t was on it hank williams Third was on it they did fucking concerts all kind fucking eddie vetter that fucking piece of shit i hate him because he fucking sucks at singing but He's a good man. He's a good man. A terrible we singer. We
1: fuck yeah,
0: him. Yeah, <laughs> I fuck that good guy. He uh, he he was super heavily involved and like when he would like win awards. He would talk about the West Memphis Three instead of thanking the people for the award and shit. But I think at first they're like free the Memphis Memphis Three, free the Memphis Three, and then like eighteen years the later they're like fuck. Like any day now, man. They're like, like, God damn it! If I knew these guys were going to be in jail for twenty fucking years, I'd have jumped ship right away. But you got to stick with it. You already went public. You, you know what yeah. I mean? You can't be like, man. I guess they fucking did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna fucking do? So fucking, I don't know. It's crazy, but what's fucking bullshit is they. The wait, all right, so they got let out they they they're free to this day,, yeah. and what happened was the state of Arkansas basically made it to where this murder will never ever get solved because they realized they fucked up, they just wanted the case to be over in a matter of days for the murders of these three boys, so they arrested these other three boys, they were children, and they fucking. God damn it, my fucking brain is just going everywhere because there's so much fucking info I know, and I'm (laughs) trying to fucking drop it all on you. What the fuck was I talking about?
1: You were saying... Oh, uh...
0: and the fucking guy who was like the prosecuting attorney was like trying to be a senator or some shit, or he was trying to move his way up in politics. So if he fucking solved this murder, he was going to be the shit. You know what I mean? He was well on his way... To his fucking political career You know so there was a lot of bullshit Involved and Anyway the Arkansas was like "All right, we fucked up we better let these boys out But I forgot What the fucking plea is called See if you can google for me Like what plea did the West Memphis Three take Mm -hmm. Um, Appeals new evidence I thought I wrote
1: it down on here But
0: I I apologize Uh I don't I don't know what it's called, but um anyway, what they fucking did Alfred plea.
1: Yeah, Alfred, yep.
0: So they yeah, entered that. into an Alfred plea, which is extremely unusual. And what this means is they pled guilty, but they were let free. So they stood up in a court and they're like, I did not do this murder, but my attorney advises me to say that I'm guilty. So I can go home today. That's basically what these three kids said. And they're like, look, I didn't fucking do this shit. I've been in prison for 18 years for something I didn't fucking do. I'm going to say that I'm guilty only so you motherfuckers let me out. That's, that's what an Alfred plea is. So yeah. they all have murder on their record. And they're convicted murderers. And being that the case is solved because they're the ones who did it. So now Arkansas has zero reason to look for who really killed those kids. And I 100% think they're innocent. I don't think that the three teenagers killed those boys at all. Not not even a little tiny piece of me. 0% thinks that they did it. I 100% think that they are yeah. innocent. In well, uh, after,
1: after listening to some of that, I watched the one-sided fucking thing. Right. And that's and that's on my uh, that's on me you know uh i was under the well, impression they did it but since you've explained this to me i'm like holy shit
0: right wow i'm glad that you saw the other side because now like why don't you tell your story like what made you think they did it
1: well what i watched and researched uh they they everything you exactly said they they've pinned the whole satanic shit they were riding that fucking coattail like it was and then i got it and you know it's the fucking 90s that was the satanic panic yeah you know uh they rode that shit in that documentary they were like oh he would and then you know they'd interview like school teachers yeah damon he'd come to school and just talk about won't fucking kill animals and 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 worship satan you know all this shit like that and uh then they interviewed um it was, it was uh, was it Jesse's Jr.?
0: Jesse Miss Kelly Jr. Yeah. yeah,
1: the 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 mentally IQ of like seventy two.
0: Yeah, which is yeah. like fucking like insanely stupid. low.
1: Um, they harped on him on on just how easily he would fucking yeah. I, I saw him do it, you know, and all this shit. It was just like, man, you know. And and I played that in the factor when watching that document. I was like, wow, this dude's really fucking stupid. Right, You know, and even the dad, they would, they interviewed the dad doing phone calls with his son and his dad was just like, just be calm in there, boy. You know, I'm talking yeah. like that. I'm talking like that. Cause that's what they talk. Just be good in there, boy. Don't be punching toilet seats. Yeah, he, he, right. He fucked his knuckles up by punching walls and toilets and shit, and they yep. were all laughing. I'm just like,
0: dude, Jesse, fuck, man. Jesse sat there the whole time thinking his dad would just come pick him up when he got around to it. Like that's how dumb he was. Yeah, it, yeah. That, he
1: kept no. He kept saying, "There's like, when you gonna come get me, Dad? When you gonna yeah, come like, get me?
0: You got to <laughs> Ben says, "I think Guard did it." <laughs> this fucking guy. That's great. That's fucking. That should be a fucking t-shirt. Guar killed the fucking. (laughs) Oh man, that's funny. Yeah, like he he just he had no fucking clue what was going on. He didn't know what what, lawyer was. Yeah,
1: just what that was spoon feeding me. uh, Yeah, it definitely. I'm like, man, it all makes sense now. Like this whole town is fucking idiots. Even the even the the well, I say the victim, uh, Pam Hobbs, dude, that's sketch, bro.
0: I, man, to this day, I don't think so at all, because even to this day, she thinks her, her husband at the time, they're not married anymore, but even to this day, she thinks her husband did it. Like, all the parents came forward, and they're like, we're so sorry to the West Memphis Three for fucking going after them, but like, everyone was like, they did it, they did it, so we're like, yeah, it was them fuckers, and they all, all the parents came, they're all friends now, they're all on good terms, and, uh, Damien Eccles, you know the fucking crazy guy in the woods that you showed footage of?
1: Yeah. Damien
0: Eccles told everybody, that's the guy who fucking killed them all. And then even Damien apologized after he got out of prison. He's like, I did to you what the news did to me. I'm sorry. Like, everybody's all like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This was all fucked up. This time, like, we need to police our trailer parks. Like, there should be one <laughs> fucking guy. Like, you know, like, let all the idiots live in the trailer park. That's fine. But there should be at least one dude that's like, hey, knock that shit off. You know, there should be one cop that knows what's going on. Get, (laughs) Get one city cop in there. I'd be like, it's, God damn it! So like, neighbor <laughs>
1: neighborhood <laughs> watch.
0: In that works, you know. The neighborhood watch,
1: the trailer park watch. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yes, we we need some this
1: number of... when you spot something suspicious. And this doesn't mean, yeah, Doris on her back porch smoking Marlboro, fucking throwing her trash out. Yeah,
0: we need like a <laughs> like they got FBI. We need like a TPA, like the trailer park agency. <laughs> like, TPA. Just, yeah, dude. you. Yeah, we need somebody to police these goddamn trailer parks because I've done some terrible things in trailer parks. Oh, yeah, Let me tell you, too, man. Most of the me shitty too. stories that I have to tell about my adolescence is I was at my fucking homeboy's house. He lived at a trailer park, but anyway, and then you know, like, that's almost my shitty story. I, stories I like.
1: lost, I lost my virginity in the field on the on the <laughs> outskirts of a trailer park. That is romantic as fuck. <laughs> And mosquitoes, dude. Like my whole ass was ate
0: up with mosquitoes. Oh my god. Well that, worth
1: it. I was getting mines for sure.
0: Lost my virginity, but I found West Nile. Yeah. <laughs> I lost my
1: hey, that's a new song. I lost my virginity in a trailer park. Yeah,
0: dude. That's something Our that t-shirt. sounds like something Hank Williams the third would fucking sing. <laughs> that sounds great. Um, speaking of mosquitoes, like you gotta read Damian Eccles's book while he's in prison. Because, like, there's a story in there where he talks about um, the mosquitoes on Death Row were so bad. And, like, they would breathe in the toilets of the empty cells. And he said he would scream and cry in agony because there was nothing he could do to not get bit. And he said that there was blood on his walls from slapping them. And because they were so thick on the walls... And when he he would just try to kill as many as he could, and there's just blood all over his walls. Another thing he said in prison, this fucking really bugged me. Um, I don't know if it was the guy in his cell before him or a few guys before him, but there was like a pencil drawing, an outline of a human body where this guy traced himself on the wall. It's death row. That guy's dead. He got executed. And Damien was like, I stared at that fucking drawing. Like, every day, and I couldn't erase it because that's, like, the last existing thing of this person. And, like, that's going to be me. Like, I'm going to get killed by the state, too. And he would just stare at that fucking drawing. And uh, he had some fun on death row. Like, uh, he watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 a lot. And, like, that was his favorite fucking movie because it was on TV all the time. And somehow we got to watch it on death row a lot. Um, there was this guy, they nicknamed butterfly a few cells down. Cause the rumor was, is he had butterfly wings tattooed on his butt cheeks. And if he wiggled them, it looked like they were flying, <laughs> but he said they could like pass notes to each other by like writing notes, putting them in like a glove or something to waterproof them. And then like, if the two dudes like tie them to a string, one guy in one cell, one guy in the other flush them down the toilet at the same time they would get fucking tangled up and then the one guy let go of his string and then the other guy pulled it out and like that's how like who figures this shit out yeah it's you weird,
1: know
0: man. i made i made a lighter in rehab did i ever tell you this story
1: Uh. Uh-uh.
0: okay this is fucking awesome so we could smoke cigarettes in rehab but it had to be outside and it was only like three times a day and you couldn't like chain smoke. Like they'd watch you like, all right, there's your cigarette break. You got one goddamn cigarette. It sucked, dude. But cause you're trying to quit. Like I'm trying to quit bath salt and Coke and fucking shrooms and beer and shit. You can't make me quit cigarettes too. Come on, man. I'm losing my fucking mind over here. So, <laughs> and I'm not getting ass or nothing, you know? <laughs> so what I did is I had a fucking notebook, like a spiral notebook with the fucking metal spiral. I took my pen and I put it in there and spun it until it broke. And I took the fucking wiring and I made a fucking horseshoe shape. And in the middle of the horseshoe shape, I twisted it, wrapped it in a bunch of toilet paper, and I stuck it in a fucking pen cap. The reason why I wrapped it in toilet paper is because if I put it in the pen cap, it would slip out. The toilet paper made it big enough to sit down in the pen cap and fit. Then... I would then the reason why I used the pen cap is so I wouldn't get fucking electrocuted. Then I would take more toilet paper, like one fucking sheet of toilet paper, and uh, I would hold it up by the fucking outlet and I would take those two prongs and I'd jam it in the outlet and it'd fucking spark. And when the sparks landed on the toilet paper, the toilet paper went up. I'd light my cigarette, I'd fucking chief down the fucking cigarette as fast as I could, throw it in the toilet, and then I'd take my baby powder and go whoo, 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 squeeze it up in the air and fucking make it fucking smell good. <laughs> I wanted yeah. a dude, I wanted a cigarette so bad. I was like, I might die doing this, but I'm like, I think this is gonna work. And it fucking worked, man. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, dude. I'm like, if you take my shit away, I'm gonna fucking figure something out. (laughs) That's the prison system for you, you know? Yeah, it's fucking crazy. But dude, you're not much of a reader, right? Like, it's hard for me to read, dude. Me too. I I was gonna gonna say, like, I think I low key
1: have fucking ADHD. Uh, Like, I just can't focus, dude. Like, if I read something, I'm, I'm like, I done forgot what I just read.
0: Yep. Yeah, you probably I'm like as I'm reading,
1: as I'm like reading, like I'm thinking of other shit. I'm just yep. reading just to read. Yeah. I think I need to take medicine for it.
0: You totally should. You'll have lots of energy. Um, and it suppresses your hunger. So yeah, isn't it Adderall? Well, I, it's really hard to get you. You might get Adderall, government Dude, boy. Nah. You're a cop, they won't give it to me. I got a face tattoo.
1: They won't fucking give that shit to me. <laughs> they they'll they threaten to fucking discharge me if I get on that shit.
0: Oh, really? Well, fucking Bam Margera wasn't allowed to be in Jackass because of fucking Adderall, assholes. Mm-hmm. he's been taking that shit for like 20 years, he said. Um just just watch the uh this is the greatest documentary, in my opinion, about the West Memphis 3. Um it, but you got HBO Max, right? So just yeah. watch watch fucking uh Paradise Lost. And then if you're if it if you're interested, watch all three of them. If not, I can mail you this, watch it and just mail it back. Um, cause it's really fucking interesting. I love this case. I really, really obviously wish those three boys didn't die, but uh, the reason why I'm so close to this case is because that could've been me, you know, except I didn't yeah. live in the trailer park. but <laughs> there's not much else I could say um yeah i I
1: definitely came into this conversation with those three fucking doing that shit, but just after after what you just told me, dude, and then Seeing that fucking mom, you know, again, watching her just the way her demeanor is. I She, I don't know. She knew something, man.
0: It's, it's, it's anybody, easy to, it's easy to say, that. say that.
1: But anybody to say, it ain't my fault. Like, what, like
0: when my well, kids tell me a lie. Her, the guy asked her if she felt guilty, though, right? So she had to answer it. And she's like, no, it ain't my fault. Oh, I, I know. You, but, you know,
1: just the way she was acting. And normally when a kid gets in trouble, or an even an adult. And you don't even ask them the situation, but they'll go ahead and tell you. You know, it ain't my fault. Well, I didn't blame you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, she, I mean was, like, she
0: was set up with that question, though. Like, do you feel guilty? Like, that That your son's yeah, dead. I, I get know? it. I every just, parent does. Was fucking bet. cuckoo, man. Well, totally. Your son just got murdered, Audie. Fuck. Uh, Have some fucking sympathy, man. No. I would you don't go on fucking TV and be like, oh look at
1: my son, it's his boy scout.
0: She's heartbroken. She's devastated. Her little her only baby got taken away. I don't know, dude. I'd probably eat a bullet if one of my kids died. I'd be like, fuck this, I'm out.
1: Oh, I'm going. No, I'm going to kill whoever hurt my kids, and then. We'll oh yeah, it, in, that in that
0: situation, case. of course. Um, but no, if one of you know if one of my kids died, you got to live to go on for the other one. But like, it's just if that's your only kid, like I I can't believe this woman's still alive. Um, like my yeah. mom, dude, my mom, my fucking my brother died and my sister died. I'm like, my mom's like the strongest fuck. You know, like she goes on every day. I know it's got to fuck her up. But she don't act, she don't go on TV and she's like, you know, like, yeah, yeah.
1: So I get what you're
0: saying. Yeah, I don't know. Um,
1: And back to that again at different times, I guess. Well,
0: yeah, I guess. But like one time too, like an example I could think of is one of my friends died in a car accident. She was really young. She had like four fucking kids and uh, me and a bunch of other local musicians did a benefit concert for her and her mom was there. And her mom wasn't, like, drinking, like, woohoo, having a good time. Her mom was just there, like, in the bar, hanging out, like, just to represent her daughter while we fucking do this concert and fucking do silent auctions and raffles and all this shit. And I remember the owner of the bar came up to me, and she was like, can you believe that she's just sitting there like that? I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, if my daughter died, I'd be a complete wreck. I'd be crying and I'm like, well, I'm sure she does that at home by herself. She's got to be strong right now. This is a benefit for her daughter. Like, don't judge her. What the fuck? Yeah. You know, no, I like, it. I bet my mom is fucking up out at night. Like, God damn it. You know, like if I, you know, only did this instead of that. Or like, would all this be different? But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. But I don't think, I think, I don't know. I think she was pumped full of fucking medication. Because yeah. any doctor's going to be like, Your son just died, man. You need to take this shit. This shit will make you fucking happy. This will make you feel good. And she was probably high as a fucking kite on pills. No. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Maybe I not. Don't know. I don't know. Right. We don't know. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the bottom yeah, line. I don't, don't want to sit here
1: just to make an assumption. But again, uh, going back to all the evidence, um, a gentleman with blood on him, cops didn't do shit. They found the hair. Uh, it all makes sense. I mean, it's, it's, I, I would say those three boys didn't do it. Just for the simple fact that that one sided documentary fucked me up.
0: Right. So, um, no, I, I, I actually would like to see, I wish I read from Wikipedia more. Cause I'm looking at Wikipedia now and I'm like, man, I should have fucking just read this shit, but I don't want to be that guy. Anybody can read Wikipedia. There are so many fucking podcasts out there where they just read Wikipedia and like, why she can hear someone's fucking voice. (laughs) Like there there are bad podcasts out there. And like, I mean, I'm sure there's people out there who think that we are, we're bad. And to those people, I say nay and fuck you. (laughs) 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 So, um, Oh, did I tell you about the fucking knife incident too? They, they think that they found this fucking knife that did it that that was the murder weapon. And what it was is it was Jason Baldwin's knife that his mom threw in the river a year before the murders, because his mom told the detective, because they were asking her like, "Does, does Jason own any knives or anything? And she's like, no, but I caught him with a fucking combat knife a year ago and I took it from him and I threw it in the goddamn river. And they're like, Oh, Okay. They got newspapers and everybody to come out to this site, got a professional diver. In 30 minutes, the diver found that knife. When he reached the surface holding the knife in the air, bam, they took a picture, put it on the front page news. This knife was thrown in the river a fucking year ago, but they didn't say that in the newspaper. They said they found the fucking murder weapon. Like, how fucked is that, dude?
1: Arkansas is fucking up.
0: Um, we could talk about. Do you want to end this or do you want to go? We care, man. Whatever you want to do. We've done it for an hour and a half. Let's read a little bit of this. So, some new physical evidence as of 2007. In 2007, DNA collected from the crime scene was tested. None was found to match DNA from Eccles, Baldwin, or Miss Kelly, the three people who were charged with the murder. A hair not consistent with Stevie Branch's stepfather, Terry Hobbs, was found tied into the knots used to bind one of the victims. The prosecutors, while conceding that no DNA evidence tied the accused to the crime scene, said that the state stands behind its convictions of Eccles and his confidants. Pamela Hobbs, May 5, 2009, declared in the United States District Court, Eastern District of Arkansas, indicates that one hair was consistent with the hair of Terry's friend, David Jacoby. That's the guy that he had walking around with him. So like, damn, does that say that his friend helped him? You know, like it, but again, it's like that guy was over there. That, that to me says cross contamination. Like you guys are hanging out all the time at Terry's house. And then the little boys are over there. There's going to be a hair of his stepdad. I bet you right now, if we looked at your shoelaces, there'd be one of your daughter's hairs in it, you know?
1: Yeah, I get it.
0: Because redheads leave hair every fucking week. Oh,
1: dude, my truck is fucking... (laughs) Fuck, man. I roll the windows down and hairs just go... (sighs) And I'm all like...
0: (laughs) Fuck. God damn it. There's... uh, I don't know... uh... There, there's so much evidence out there. Just fucking if you're if, if we if you feel like you didn't get enough West Memphis three, tell us and we will do a part two. That's what we'll do. Let's do that. And because we're going to hop on the Patreon right now because we got to give bonus content for our people who donate to us, who we love so very much. They pay to keep our lights on and our cameras working and our microphones plugged in. Um, we truly appreciate our Patreons and our, um, our producers, uh, Ben Newman and, uh, Bryce Duvall. Thank you guys so much. If you're in Wisconsin, go to Sloopy's bar, hail the Jim Morrison bust and drink some fucking, uh,
1: (laughs) Ryan, you can't forget about Ryan,
0: Ryan Merriman. He is a producer. He is a uh, producer. He's been with us since day one. Um, let me pull up our fucking patrons here. I apologize. Do you have a list? No. Uh, Sandra. Let's see. Chandra. Chandra Daylor, Brent, Tara Myers, Paul Tonkovic, John Bailey, and Andrea motherfucking Stevenson. I'm pretty sure that's not a real metal name, but it should be because she is radical and we love her so much because she has also been with us since day fucking one. Um, yeah. So if you want, man, Hit us up and we'll do a part two and we'll, I'll dive deeper into the, into the, uh, the courts and the evidence and all the aftermath we can, and, and I'll dive deeper into the Damian Eccles life in prison. Um, this book is fucking amazing, bro. I wish, uh,
1: I, I would read.
0: I, I wish you were more of a reader. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dude, just read you, it to me.
0: I, uh, let's uh, just do a podcast
1: and you just read the whole goddamn book. Dude,
0: they like uh like some la- uh last podcast on the left does that for their Patreon. Uh one of their hosts reads the Bible for 30 minutes. That's just one of the Patreon benefits.
1: Who's yeah, that? Andy like, Kaufman. I, Straight up Andy Kaufman this fucking episode. We'll do an episode you just sit there and read a whole fucking book. You know Andy Kaufman, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man uh Carrey's Twin
1: Brother. <laughs> yeah, man on the moon. <laughs> Yeah, Andy, SNL. Andy Kaufman actually read like this sold out fucking arena, sits down and reads the fucking this fucking book for
0: hours. Let's what an it. asshole! <laughs> and I bet people were laughing their ass off just because they're like, well, "All they, right, any, any first, minute now."
1: Yeah, the first thirty minutes they were all like, oh, "Ha ha!" And then it's like,
0: "Uh, really?" <laughs> right. Oh, I would have fucking killed him. I'd have rushed the stage and murdered that man. I
1: like Andy Kaufman.
0: I thought he was I, I don't know that you're saying this. What's your birthday, Audie? 84? No, day. Uh, 24th. Of what? February. All right, let's see what... uh. I have some journal entries from Damien Eccles. just for shits and giggles. Let's look and see if he wrote anything on your birthday. Sure didn't. Audie's birthday sucks. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Damien. How dare you? How dare um, you missed my birthday? Yeah, I looked and it's not in there. Well, fuck him. Um, excuse me. Um, yeah, dude. Let us know. Part two. Are you down to do a part two? Yeah. And it'll be like a, like a 45 minutes or something while well, I'll dive deeper into all the assholes that lied. Cause there's several of them. We'll dive in. Uh, we already covered the crime and the victims, but we'll get into the suspects because there's plenty of those. Um, we'll get more into the court cases, the trials, the aftermath, the appeals and the new evidence. We can go farther into the misconduct and the request for retrial, the Supreme court ruling, the plea deal, Uh the fucking law enforcement and family opinions. That's a whole fucking segment we can do. Um let's do it. Let's do a part two. You want to do next week? Part two?
1: Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do a part two.
0: Fuck it. Uh we're gonna hop out of here. Please donate to our Patreon. What is it? Don't blame us, or is patreon.com slash don't blame us.
1: Yeah. Something like that. Is that that what (laughs)
0: it is? Well, we gotta fucking tell them exactly what it is. We're so good at this. Uh, Uh, it's been so long.
1: Hang on, I'll pull it up.
0: Patreon.com slash don't blame, blame us. us. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And uh, five bucks a month is all we ask. Is there an option to do a dollar a month?
1: I don't think it'll let you go that low.
0: Good, because we don't want a dollar a month. We want five goddamn dollars a month. We do uh, bonus episodes, all kinds of behind the scenes funny stuff. We've been drinking, playing games. And uh, will we also take your opinions on. Who you want us to talk about? What you want us to do? Um, whose dick do you think is bigger? There's a poll. Go vote now. Uh, <laughs> or Spike because his dick is bigger than both of ours. <laughs> You've seen my dog's dick, right? Yeah. It's a, a big fucking whopper. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. I love you, buddy. I've missed you.
1: you. Yep, I missed you. I'll see you in a little bit.
0: <laughs> Later, dude. Let me find this outro. Yeah, how do I do this? Oh, right how here. You ready? Oh, you got to do it. Thank you for tuning in to our little Passion Project podcast. Remember, we go live every single Friday night, same damn time, same damn channel. So if you miss it, don't blame us.